0: come back to be different everybody Ooh. hello <laughs>
1: this is <Satine. laughs> spoopy that was good
0: hey it's satine it's rob hi
1: hi and it's it's spooptacular. it's uh it's october how did october happen
0: uh i i don't know it's still really hot i feel like it should be colder for october right Although, yep. I
1: mean, we were doing well. Like, it was reasonable for a minute.
0: Yeah, it got real hot today, though.
1: Yeah, well, the last couple of days it started heating up. Um, but yeah, it's been almost a month since we've seen each other. Um, yes. Shit was crazy. But we've been very busy. We have. And what's new with you? Well, I'm trying to, like... What's going on? I mean, I've been fighting a cold for the last, like, week and we're a half. Which is why we didn't record last week. Because I, I didn't want to get you sick. Yeah, because, yeah. Because we do this entire podcast holding hands, by the way. Basically. Well, we are almost (laughs) mouth to mouth. That's how close we are. (laughs) So. Um, But yeah, like, uh, I'm trying to think what else has happened. Work's been busy, which, you know, is kind of a standard thing. Um, But um, I finally took a fucking vacation. Oh, congratulations, Rob. It is weird. Like, we looked, I sort of, like, look back at my life. And in the 20 years since I've been working, um, I've actually never taken a trip just to go somewhere with my relationship and like not go see a friend, not go see family, not be there for a holiday, not be there for a specific just for event. You. Yeah, just like a real trip. And so like I actually took a week off from work and um the first 3 days I stayed at home. I'm wah, wah. No, that was nice. I took it easy, slept in, played video games. You know, just kind of had like decompression time. Then Todd and I went to Palm Springs. Sweet. Which was amazing. And we were there for three days. We almost barely left the house. Like, we would go out for, like, dinner, and then we'd come back. Um, We had our own pool. Uh like we, and we were there for three days it was a three-bedroom house definitely a couple's retreat oh my god seriously it was like a, th- <laughs> a three-bedroom house for the two of us nice which was amazing um a little overkill but like we loved the house and actually we, we we're already talking about like we need to get like a group of people to go back and split the cost of this house yeah yeah um for like another trip because seriously we had such a nice time um just getting away for three days you know, just the two of us. The pool looked nice. Oh my God, it was nice
0: <laughs> like yeah. I love how um Todd turned everything into a bong. Oh yeah, like it's a,
1: we're just, <laughs> a like, running we're joke. Around. Yeah, and like we were looking around the house and like he'd be like, look at that vase. And I was like, that's the ugliest damn bong I've ever seen. <laughs> and then he was like, what? And so he started just like grabbing every single vessel he could in the house and uh, doing an Instagram story where it looks like he's lighting a bong. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. were pretty funny. That was fun. At
0: first I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And then I caught on, I was like, Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a
1: themed trip of just many, many bongs. Nice. Um, But yeah, that was super fun, though. And then we just kind of took it easy in Palm Springs, came back. I had one more day to sort of, like get back into L.A. speed of things and go back to work. Um, which man, It's going hard. Back, going back to work after a vacation, it's like you're moving in slow-mo.
0: And it feels like the first day you're, well, it feels like the second you get back that you've never had a vacation at all.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, walk right back. In, and it's funny, like, I finally gave my permission or my brain permission to, like, purge some details about work and projects. And I was like, oh, wait, I came back. All those projects were still here. Yeah. I had to learn them all again. Yeah. Like, and get right back into the swing of things. Um, But it's funny because, yeah, I don't have that muscle of going on vacation like i don't have that skill necessarily um but it was nice because you have to do it more
0: often that is true it is A muscle muscle you have... must develop
1: that's right yes exactly and so yeah we're trying to figure out what the next one is but um you know uh need to save some money first that's why we did palm springs because we didn't want to take like a trip trip i mean i recommend
0: sedona it's drivable it was fabulous mm. i think the next trip i'm going to go on is new orleans mm. If nice. it happens, me and uh, my friend Lauren, who I went to Grand Canyon with, we really want to go. So we're we're trying to because we're both working a lot right now. So and since we're both freelancers, it's really hard when you're a freelancer to like know what's going to come up. Totally, because well, work when you want to get work, you're like I have to work. You know, yeah. So
1: well, that's one of the hardest things about like the the vacation plan with you know like with me and Todd was like I didn't have a lot of money to like throw down for tickets for anything right now because i've been saving for a vacation yeah and then also it's this thing of like well he was temping somewhere so he didn't really have like vacation time and so to plan a time to not be at work like it's for me it's fine i have paid time off yeah but like if someone called him and was like hey can you work then it's just leaving money on the table and not working yeah. And so that's, you know, a bummer. Like so it's, it's just that thing of like we had to sort of figure out that the right level of risk to take on.
0: I feel his pain.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um what else? Yeah. Like because it's uh, October, um, we're back into like good like fall TV, which oh. is nice. Like T- what is TV? What there's you know, there's this box oh, that has what stories. Is that? Um I mean Isn't not everything's streamed now not on. Not necessarily your... network. I'm just saying okay, <laughs> okay. there are television shows. <laughs> gotcha. There are new shows to watch. Um, like, uh, cause like Disenchantment is back for part what? two.
0: What are weekends? If weekends. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Disenchantment part two is back. Simpsons season 31 is started. I saw that. Um, American Horror mm-hmm. Story 1984 started. Okay. Uh, don't know how I feel about it yet. We've only watched one episode of it. Um, uh, it's funny. I was just recently watched, um, the entire series of, did you watch this last year? It's an, a Netflix show called The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell.
0: Oh, she's the, uh, the baker Ethan. and she create and she has like Muppets.
1: Yes. Yes. Did you watch that? I watched at your work. It is so <laughs> odd. Like I yeah. just finished is watching there a second it. season? No, it did not get picked up for a second season. Oh. I looked at her Twitter account and she confirmed it's not coming back. Like the show is odd because like it doesn't make a ton of sense like yeah but it looks fine yeah like the stuff she makes is not meant to be recreated at home really like everything she makes is very complicated very artsy yeah like just very detailed like you know one of her, her ginger dead house like the trivia on that episode says it took her like 2 to 3 days to make that like and it's beautiful but also like no one's going to make that yeah um but like it's funny the puppets were like sometimes they were really not funny and sometimes they were like legitimately hilarious like, the, the writing on it is super... Hit and miss. Yeah, it's, like, super schizophrenic and that I don't really know if it's, like, super sinister or really lighthearted. But, like, I overall... I think it's that mix. I enjoyed it a lot, even though she has a really weird voice and an odd presence on camera. Like, yeah. I don't know if she's comfortable or not or if that's her character that I think she she's plays. just an awkward
0: Yeah. Person.
1: It was a super weird show, but, like, I kind of couldn't take my eyes off of it. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I find she
0: has an interesting face to look at. So I'm just kind of I just kind of look at her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that was that was fun. And then um Todd and I separately cuz Todd was just house sitting for my mom. Um, so we were apart for a little bit. But um we just separately watched that Stephen King adaptation of the in the tall grass. It's on Netflix. Mm. Um which was okay. I listened to the novella of it recently and um so I watched it to sort of see how it was different. It's very different. Okay. Um,
0: In a good way or a bad way?
1: Uh, or just different? Just different. Like, I mean, the, the 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 novella is actually quite simple compared to the movie, which kind of complicated it a little bit more. Um, I don't know if I feel it made it better or worse. It was just sort of a thing I watched.
0: How do you feel about the um, the new one, Doctor Sleep? Oh, the sequel to The Shining. Is that what it really is, though? Yeah, yeah it's uh, adult Danny Torrance. Um. I I heard about it and it sounded interesting, but then I saw the trailer and mm. it did not captivate me at all. The book
1: was really really well received, and so was I'm kind of curious. Like I don't know exactly. I haven't read it, and also um, I'm assuming it's a sequel to the book, not uh-huh. a sequel to the movie, since gotcha. the movie is so different. Oh.
0: Yeah, it kind of. I was like, "Is this the
1: like part of the Dark Tower?"
0: I didn't read the Dark Tower series, and it seemed to have like those kind of weird, like gunslinger type characters. Well, that
1: wouldn't surprise me because the Dark Tower is connected to like two thirds of his output in some way. Like, there's a even if there's a tenuous connection, there's often some. Yeah,
0: so I'm kind of curious as to what's going on with that. It doesn't really interest me, but I want to know what other people think.
1: What's well, I did just buy The Shining 4K. Of course disc you did, because I, Rob. like I was reading about it, and, and it was funny. Like you know, one of the the blue like the high def video transfer review sites that I I frequent because I'm a nerd was like in 2007 when The Shining came to Blu-ray, we rated it four and a half out of five stars. And this just goes to show how far video has come. The 4K transfer, the new scan of it, new HDR coloring and all that is so good, you should throw your old disc away. They're like, it is done. Like, And they even said that, I guess, if you buy the 4K version, you get a, a Blu-ray, like a 1080 counterpart to yeah. it off that new transfer and they're like even the new 1080 disc is like stunning revelatory compared to the old one like throw the old one away they're like it's over wow just use this new one and i was like well that's neat and i happened to be at target yesterday because i really wanted chocolate milk and so i grabbed it while i was there (laughs) okay child (laughs) that was literally the reason why i went there i was like i need chocolate milk i'm going to target might as well get the shining while i'm at it i wouldn't go to target okay i did go to target this last weekend
0: but i hate going to target Mm. in LA. I love it anywhere else, but in L.A., just the parking is the worst. No, I love going to Target. I mean, I deal with the parking. I love Target. I hate our Targets. (laughs) Well, it's
1: like, I don't mind the West Hollywood one too much, but I think I've just learned how to deal with that parking lot pretty well. Yeah. I used to work there, though, like at that GameStop there for a minute. Oh. When I was underemployed, that was my GameStop. Yeah, so I, there, I didn't like, know that was yours. Awake. I yeah. pictured you somewhere
0: else. Okay.
1: Yeah. And so, like, um, I
0: must have walked past you a hundred times because
1: I used to live right over there. So, yeah, we um, oh, yeah, we didn't know each other then. No, that's that was crazy. before I went to, before I worked at the old uh, agency and met your brother. Yeah, But yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Oh, so, like Todd and I are about to start our, our horror movie run through for the the month. Which nice. um, this se- this year, we're doing uh, Child's Play. Oh, those are good. So we're going to watch all those because we've realized, like, Todd's only seen, I think, two or three of them. And I've seen, I think, half of them. Because I think there's, like, eight of them now. There's a lot. Because there's, yeah, Child's Play, one, two, three, Bride, Seed, Cult. Curse? Curse. And then the remake. The new one, yeah. So, yeah, there's eight, I think. I think that's all of them.
0: That's a fucking lot.
1: Well, it's like (laughs) we watched eight
0: Saw movies last year. But you know what? If you really want to stay on the doll theme... You could watch... The Annabelles. Annabelles. You could watch... Because there's three of those now. Yeah. You could watch um, all of the Puppet Masters. I, all of the demonic toys. I hate the
1: Puppet Master movies. Those are movies that are supposed to be scary and They're fun. not. I don't even know what they are. They're just more mystical. <clears throat> they always felt very straight to video to me. Well, like, I think they... Dark, was it Dark Castle or... Some, I, I, I don't think I'd ever seen a Puppet dark Master Moon movie ever in theaters i've always just seen them at my local blockbuster like they just yeah. oh there's another one no i Pub think eight i think they are straight to video well, like i, I want to say the new one the, the most recent one that had like what was like the nazi themed one was actually in theaters like limited theaters oh because the new mm. one i think is like it literally it's like a there's like nazi toys
0: oh well <laughs> yeah maybe um Yeah, but all I think it's called New Moon video. Um, They had like all those like franchise like subspecies and Bloodstone subspecies too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: but they never were in theaters. Yeah, they always
1: felt very straight to video. Yeah. Um, but like not straight to video quality. It was almost like theatrical quality. It just never got seen in theaters. Right. I don't know. It was kind of odd. Um, but like speaking of horror movies, though. midsummer is out digitally Oh, i need to
0: see that it comes out
1: on blu-ray next week uh but um i'm actually not gonna buy it i don't think which is weird for me to not buy a physical thing the director's cut of midsummer is exclusive to apple oh yeah so, i remember you were a little but her about yeah, that i was a little bummed but i already bought it um i've already watched the director's cut um and um the biggest bummer is the director's cut's only in hd but the regular movie's in like 4k, 4K
0: so that is weird
1: yeah but like it is weird watching the like i mean i like spending more time in that world the director's cut really doesn't necessarily add very much no. like if anything um i think it just sort of often points out even more about just how bad of a situation these people are in and they're kind of stupid for not recognizing that uh-huh like um so i'd say actually the theatrical cut's almost the better read of the movie just because it's a more concise yeah and it's two and a half hours still um but i i still i love that movie Yeah, so nice. I'm super excited about that. And then um the other like new thing that's kind of fun is new phones came out and new Apple watches came out. Oh, do you have it? And Let so me yeah, see it. this is uh so I have a new watch Ooh, that see um, The new watch, and I got the. Does it have uh, the three? Yep, I got the three <laughs> camera. I need to so, know what all that's about because oh, I have one one no is, clue. One is a wide angle lens, one is a normal lens, and one's like a zoomy lens. Like so, when you look at your camera thing, does not make all the difference? Um, you can do. Like wide, mm-hmm. or set it straight to. He's like giving me lens, a tutorial. Or you can do like zoomy, and the nice thing is that it actually, um, like digitally, Di- it digitally will. Um, Does it
0: fisheye it? What is it doing? Yeah,
1: like it's it's like the the wide angle is like a fisheye. Yeah. As opposed to like that's what you used to see, and now you can go like ultra wide, and then the cool thing is it digitally morphs between the two lenses. So like if you are doing that, it'll like it knows which lens to go to. And it just sort of, like, just that's, knows when to transfer.
0: I mean, you can film all of your skateboarding videos on that now.
1: It's it's pretty neat, actually. And, like, the one thing that's that's kind of, like, the most fun is night mode. Like, so, for example, um, this was, I'm showing up, this, yeah, I realize it's not a visual medium. So, that is what it looks like with no flash on, not night mode. And mm-hmm. then scroll to the left, I think, and you'll see another one where it almost looks like day for night. Oh, wow. That's night mode on. It does like a longer it's exposure. It's almost
0: cartoonish. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's it's longer exposure, so they need to hold still. But it really does like brighten up the whole thing. and It makes it look like it was shot day for night.
0: It looks like you're on a set,
1: and yeah. The lights are on you. Yeah, it's day for night. Yeah. style like it's yeah, cool. it's almost like there's just a tint on it uh-huh. to make it look like blue, like darker blue skies. That's pretty dope. So there's some fun features. Um, overall though, it's my old phone was like two years old. It was just time yeah. to get a faster phone. Mine, I have the ten or the X, so I'll
0: I'll stick to mine for another
1: three you years. Went, you went ten max, though, right? So your phone's only one year old. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I had a t- I had an original ten, so mine's mine's two mine's two years old.
0: Yeah, I do love my phone, even though, yeah, the quality for the pictures is a bit awkward sometimes, but I'm getting
1: over it. So, what have you been up to?
0: Well, I also went on a little vacay. Um, I went to uh, San Luis Obispo again. I bought like $60, $70 in teas because <laughs> I'm now obsessed with specialty teas apparently because of this little shop in Cambria. Thanks. <laughs> um, and I love it. And then um, I saw a Death Cab for a Cutie. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was really good. We had like, VA, like box seats and. Uh, what venue? It's called Vina Robles. So it's like this outdoor amphitheater. Oh, is a a winery? It's in like the middle of Paso Robles in a winery uh, in the vineyards. Super cute. Very modern. Neat. Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun. I went with my friend Susan, who listens. Hi, Susan. Hello. And um, uh, yeah, so we had a great time. And then I also, what did I do? Um, Lots of candle making, actually. Um, I know I mentioned before I started this this Etsy store, this store called Ritual Candles, and um, yeah, and
1: the new Where candle- can people find these candles? Oh, should I do a shameless plug? I believe you should.
0: Okay, well, if you go to Etsy and you type Ritual with a Roman V, or sorry, a Roman U, so R I T V A L candles, um, the store will pop up, and I make them all by hand, and I make them per as you order, so it's. All made to it's order. made for you personally. And um the new one that I, I have two new candles. One's called le Fay, which is kind of based off Morgan Le Fay from Arthurian Legend, King Arthur's sister slash lover, slash all the fun stuff. She's a sorceress, she's a priestess, Avalon, you know all of the stories. I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> and so that one is real it's it has like interesting notes of like black currant. Um, absinthe and spices, so that one's fun. And then the newest one is Sawin, which is based off my new Wheel of the Year collection. And basically, Sawin is what pagan tradition is Halloween, all Halloween, mm-hmm. um, and um, it's very pumpkin, spices, caramel,
1: very uh, fall,
0: very fall. And I love it. And so, yeah, and that one's done really well. I already sold out of my first set of, like, everything I ordered to create the stuff. So wow. I'm waiting on my next order um, of product to come in. So, yeah, that's been great. And then, of course, I'm working at PUBG and The Hollywood Reporter still because it's Oscar time. Oh, yes, so award season. Hollywood Reporter loves me during this time, which I love them for and um yeah oh and i watched some movies what'd you watch uh, okay so here we go i'm gonna go through them really fast because i've actually i'm i feel like i'm you like i've done things like last so with time with I life
1: all these movies to talk about i am somebody
0: uh it part two what'd you think uh, i loved it it's like what would you think of it compared to part one i like part one better okay but for different reasons so i felt like part one was more horror and i felt Part two was still had its moments, but it was almost like a cartoon for me. It well, was very
1: like, quirky. Like part two is very cartoony, but part two, I don't know if it we saw in a theater that was louder or whatever, but part two was much more effective with the scares than part one was for me. Like part one felt like, um. like, it's like, yes, the, the subject matter is scary, but it's execution isn't. So if you want to like in your head are playing up that clowns are the scariest thing you've ever seen, Uh then yes, part one is very scary. But, like, if you aren't afraid of clowns, part one is kind of just, like, it's going through the motions and it's fun, but it wasn't, like, scary, scary.
0: You know what, though? I feel kind of the opposite. Because I feel part one had, and for those of you who haven't seen part one, I'm not going to spoil part two, but part one, come on now, it was over a year ago. Two years old, come on. So, part one, they had... The woman in the painting, she horrified me. Okay. okay. Um, Pennywise, when he grew and started running after them, that scared the shit out of me. Mean, that weird, fucked up dance when they meet him in the underground. Yeah. Or the upside down, or whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it had legit more scary moments for me. And even I felt like the zombie was less cartoonish oh, in the, the first yeah, the one. Leper. And, or, yeah, the leper. And I felt. Because he does make an appearance in this one too, I felt he was just kind of silly almost in this okay. one, but I still I still like the movie and I thought the casting was fabulous. The casting was very good. Yeah. So um, okay, so I saw that uh, Shazam. Uh, what do you think? It's super cute.
1: Like right, even when it's like getting su- a little too sweet for its own good, too I key- don't. It's, I don't get mad at it.
0: It's it's definitely cheese. But it's like a fine cheese, you know? It's, right. It's cute. It is full of holes, like a Swiss. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really sweet. And, like, the kid
1: from It and It's super funny. Yeah.
0: And I love that they brought the, um, what's his face back to play his, his, well, I guess that gives away stuff if I say oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, I knew you're talking about Yeah. It. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, I, I watched all of. Season one of Euphoria and one sitting. Uh, one sitting? <laughs> yes,
1: Jesus. Who so am I? That show is, that show's a lot to watch. Like, it shows stressful.
0: Uh, I didn't, I found it like a fun I, roller coaster. I was
1: worried about them almost the whole time. Like, I was legit, like. You know what? Uh, I was fascinated. Like, oh my God, what's her friend's name? Uh, uh, Jules? Yes, I was legit worried for Jules' safety for so much of the season. Uh, I was worried when
0: she went into the motel room at the very beginning. Oh,
1: it's the lake. The lake scared me. I was like, oh no, Oh, this the is lake going was scary, real bad. That yeah. show, how, how cool is that show? I mean, you know
0: what? I've been in a lot of the situations Jules has been in, like, in my lifetime, and it's fucked up. Yeah. No drugs. She didn't really do drugs, though. Uh, she dabbled. Yeah, I... That, I never, that was never a part of me, but, um, yeah, it's, it it hit close to home, but it was kind of comforting, you know, for some reasons. (laughs) And, um, but my favorite character is that little drug dealing child. I fucking love that kid.
1: Well, I was amazed how much Todd and I loved, uh, Maddie by the time the season was done. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like Nate's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, we love Maddie and. She's a hot mess. I really like. she wear that stripper outfit? Oh, and I love, like, uh, I liked Kat a lot, too, actually. Kat is a, a, a sad character to me, but I really like her.
0: Cat was the sister? The
1: cam girl. Oh, yeah. Who, like, clearly is trying to get some sort of sense of control over her life in a way where she's losing control to gain it. Yeah. Like, she's, or she's losing what she thinks she wants, or what she actually wants to get what she feels that she should. Like, there's something yeah. kind of odd about that, but at least I feel like a lot of, a lot of characters that I found troublesome or, or worrisome, everything kind of gets fixed a little bit by the time the end of the season rolls along.
0: Yeah. I feel like by the end of the season, they came into their own and they're like, okay, I'm in this situation now.
1: How do I use it to my benefit? Yeah. By the way, I cannot stop listening to that song from the end of the season. It's yeah. on Spotify. It's awesome.
0: Oh, I you know I listened to it before I saw the ending, but you're going to have to explain the ending to me after this because that number made no sense to me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, so watch Euphoria. Yes, great. The Righteous Gemstones. I saw most of the first season. How was that? I love it. It's quirky. It's fun. I
1: have a hard time with Danny McBride. I find him unlikable. I don't like him either. Yeah, I find him unlikable to the point where I don't want to watch I stuff. like him
0: in this, though. But
1: I love Adam Devine, and the trailer for it was really funny. Um, I
0: don't like Adam Devine either. Todd but loves for him. For some reason, I did like this show, because it's funny, and it's sweet, and it's hectic. Kind of like um, Schitt's Creek. Mm, okay. But definitely deep, darker than yeah. Schitt's Creek. But it's kind of like that very quirky family-like relationship, which is fun. So I did like that one, and if nobody's heard about it, it's on HBO. It's about this like televangelist Christian, mega like a church thing, mega church who like they're all they're It's an enterprise, and oh, they yeah. make money off of prayers. So uh, it's really funny. Oh, and it's with John Goodman, and he's yes. like the father figure. So um, I watched Downton Abbey, the movie, the was... movie today, and you've seen this. You've seen all the series, oh, right? I've seen all the series. Did, was the movie everything you hoped it would be? Um, I cry. <laughs> it was so good. If That's... you're a fan of Downton Abbey, this is a tearjerker.
1: It's like, I don't, because I've never seen the show still. Um, but I, I love that story. Like when Todd was watching the show, I was playing Resident Evil 7. Oh, we've been yeah. through this. Yeah. We'd yeah. compare notes and be like, oh my God, a chainsaw just went through this thing. And Todd's like, she well, just learned Lady to Grant. drive. <laughs> and that was a big scandal. And I'm like, <laughs> we are very different people i love that story <laughs> i was telling somebody about that it's earlier like the today most perfect example of like our different uh, interests at the time yeah. so you saw so you saw it down at they Abbey. do do a Ooh.
0: like a 20 minute recap of the entire season or the entire series series at really? the beginning
1: how long is this movie
0: it was about an hour and 40 minutes okay. so it was about two hours 10 minutes total nice um that's
1: that's cool they do like a nice little recap for you at least yeah i feel
0: like if you haven't seen the show though it will still be confusing like who these characters are but they did cram a lot into an hour and 40 minutes it was good which i do want to see
1: it but i I definitely feel like i will watch the series first you and travis
0: can watch it together because he (laughs) wants to
1: see it too but i guess crystal doesn't want to see it so (laughs) she's like not enough killing yeah
0: So um, you two can have couch time together.
1: And then we'll have to have like, yeah, it'll be like a a knitting circle. We get to compare notes about, you know, lady, what's her face, learning how to drive.
0: Lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sybil. Lady Sybil. But Lady Grantham. (laughs) Maggie Smith. She's my jam.
1: Who's the Dowager Countess? Maggie Is that Smith. Grantham? Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> I've heard all about the Dowager Countess. Oh, she's the best. <laughs> uh, SNL did a pretty funny uh, send up of uh, of that movie last week. Oh, really? Because um, j- I think it was just an excuse to get Kate McKinnon dressed up as as Dame Maggie Smith mm-hmm. because you have to. Yeah, because she does it so well. Like you just have to. Oh yeah, totally <laughs>
0: um and last but not least, I am obsessed with the show that apparently I am late to the table for Salem. I don't even know what that is, so Salem was on the wGn I oh, guess. is that even around still? I think so yeah,
1: I, it's funny there's a network I haven't really thought about in ever so it it's a
0: um show about. The Witch Trials and Witches back in Salem, Massachusetts. And um, it stars Shane West, of all people. I know, right? I haven't thought about him in forever. Oh, right. But he's pretty fun in this. And um, it's three seasons. So it went from 2014 to 2017, plus a movie. So it did really? well for what it was. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fucking creepy. And I love it. It reminds me of that graphic novel, Witches, that I talked to you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really dark. It's really good. I recommend It's on Hulu. So, well, and, um, oh, and I asked Travis, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was like, Travis, have you seen the show called Sam Oh, my God. I just saw, I just watched the first episode. If you don't like it, but it, even the trailer is, or the pilot is great. He's like, you mean the show I tried to get you to watch two years ago? Like, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Travis one. often has his finger on the pulse of shows. Like, I mean, I know he was really into that show, Dead of Summer.
0: Which I don't I would, even know it. It was on Freeform, and
1: I wanted to watch it because it had a really great poster. But I never got around to watching it. Um, but yeah, oh, it's like, like uh, did you ever watch Supernatural? Because like, that's a show that, like, seriously, I tried to. it keeps crossing my radar. And it sounds like it must be really compelling because it's ending on, like, season 13. I think it's kind of like that Buffy. Got it, that sort of that stuff. Sort which, of, it's cheese, like, Yeah, but it's, I don't like Buffy.
0: I never got into Buffy. Yeah. I'm, like, one of the few, apparently. No, same here. Yeah. You, you and mean. I. It's um, um it's a, a special kind of audience. I feel like just like um, Doctor Who, it's a certain kind of audience yeah. that it, it talks to. And for some reason, at least, unless I've watched, probably I probably need to see the first season to like really get into it. But um, it just hasn't talked to me. I'm sorry if I have to revoke my nerd card. No, no,
1: it's I'm I'm kind of with you, and it's one of those like I'm very intrigued by it, but like, if I'm
0: intrigued by the fandom.
1: Right? But, like, yeah. if, but if history is any indicator, I'm not going to like it. Because so far to date, I think there has been one show on that entire network, between it being the CW and the WB, there's one Gilmore show Girls. they have ever released Gilmore Girls. that I have enjoyed. Gilmore Girls? No, it's uh, Crazy, Crazy Ex-Girlfriends, the one. No. <laughs> like, that's the only show I've been able to tolerate, like, more than a couple of episodes. Yeah. And so I... I mean, I cannot of help, can't help wonder it's not for, if it's, you know, not for me. But, like, I don't know. it's I've heard so many things. It just it seems like it's got to be somewhat appealing. I feel like I need to talk to somebody and, like... I think I have to see, like, the first ten episodes. Well, I almost feel like I might need to do, like, what I do for people for Futurama and, like, have someone who's a super fan give me, like, a couple of really great tentpole episodes to watch across, yeah. like, the first couple of seasons. Yeah. And then if I see, it, like, by their best moments, if I want to see they're not best moments, yeah, then I'll do it. Cause like I remember trying to convince my roommate at the time when I lived uh the roommate back in college of that futurama was amazing and she was like, Yeah, yeah, not my thing. And I was like, there's like and I started counting, I was like, okay, there's like seven episodes that if you don't if you watch all seven of these and you don't want to see more, then the show's not for you. Mm-hmm. But like if you watch this sort of like little primer of really great, like peak of its powers, Futurama that are all related you kind of realize what a, an amazing web that show creates. Yeah. And um, by the time we were done with like the last of it, she was like, all right, let's start at the beginning. And ah! we watched, we watched the entire series. Oh, wow. Like she was in it. And so like, she's a huge fan of Futurama now, but like, and it's a thing where at least I'm, I'm kind of, pre- it's like when you make somebody a mixtape of a band to be like, Hey, these are the 13 songs by them that yes. I think you need to know. And then from there, that friend goes and buys all five albums that you, right. you know, that you worked from to make that mix. That. You know? yeah and so I think that's that was my Futurama experience and I feel like and th- cause that's what someone did for me too and so I feel like I'm gonna have to do that for for Supernatural to like find my desire to watch it
0: that's what happened to I mean that's when I try to get people to watch Battlestar Galactica I'm like if you can make it to the end of the third episode because the first two episodes are just so drawn out and long and boring if I you can make where I stopped. it to the end of the third episode you're hooked so I need to watch episode three Actually, I need to rewatch the first two again. You get hooked, okay? Like you can't stop watching it. But getting through those first two episodes is like pulling teeth. Because I
1: understand, Battlestar was the show I was trying to do the my full watch through, Um, and I got I think two episodes in, and then I got distracted. I started watching other stuff, and
0: then you get to the movies, like Razor. oh it's so good <laughs> people who have not gone into Battlestar
1: are missing out i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> well i'm amazed that you binge binge an entire se- season of a tv show in a day I, in a
0: city it's unlike me
1: that's n- very much like I, i'm assuming you, that you had to be either like sick or like break both your legs no is somebody at work was like i'm going to be
0: this character from this show i mean i've heard of everybody's been saying you have to see this you have to see this lauren you everyone is like the show steven and i was like okay i'll get on the bus eventually but but then um at work people start bringing up it's like okay i gotta fucking see what this is about so i did
1: and I watched it all in one sitting. Because it, it certainly presents a, a new and different, I feel like, trans perspective, or trans character. Yeah. Like one that we don't see very often, like yeah. one who is a teenager. A teenager, and
0: her you, her entire story does not revolve around her being trans. Not at all, which if is anything.
1: Nice. It's very, it's barely even addressed. Plus,
0: she's in every episode. Yes. It's unlike other shows where she's just like a sidekick character. Because, yeah,
1: even in Orange is the New Black... Like even like you know, Laverne
0: is like in six maybe she, episodes for like five minutes. Yeah, she
1: has like maybe one kind of moment yeah. per season, which may or may not require more than one episode to show. Right. Like yeah, she has these brief little spikes of, of you know, of personality and then she's gone. Yeah. And um and yeah, at least I feel like Jules really she's um she's a huge driver. Yeah. For the main character, for her own storylines. Like there's quite a bit like i mean she's like the second she's like the second main character really like yeah i mean behind I think rue the, yeah like i, I mean because they have a the, the two main yeah they have like that relationship of best friends yeah i mean like rue is obviously the lead but then like you i see so probably have like a couple of second tier characters and that's all like maddie cat Jules, and nate mm-hmm. and even then Jules is certainly much more prominent than the others yeah like her no yeah more of a window into her world and her relationship with her dad which i loved i know it's really good portrayal of like yeah yeah of the trans character not even just a
0: character yeah. Duh, not
1: even a trans character just a character and it's, yeah. it. and it's so matter of fact and just so cool the way it, it handles everything
0: yeah so yeah it was really good uh, but i mean that's all i've been up to oh and i started merlin the british tv show <laughs> I am like on episode
1: 6. Is Sam Neill in that? No, that's older. Oh, that's a Merlin TV movie, right? Yeah, that was like okay. a three-part movie. This okay. is the series. Okay, my bad. Different yeah.
0: thing. <laughs> this is cute, too.
1: Did you watch Chernobyl? Not yet.
0: Oh. I need to get on that, too. Man, it's so good. There's never no, I never there's not enough time in the day. Well, at least
1: Chernobyl's only 5 episodes. And it's done. And it's an hour each episode? I think each one's like an hour and 15 or something. Mm. Like they're a little <laughs> longer. But like I want to say, it's like tops six hours and it's done. I mean yeah. Maybe it's six episodes of one hour each. Actually, maybe it's that. But yeah, yeah I'm not, like it's vi- it's such good TV.
0: There's so much. I know. I okay, know. Chernobyl. I'll watch it. That'll be my next big binge.
1: It'll be good for Halloween because it's scary as hell. Is it? It's. I mean, it. You know, it's not. It's not shot like a horror film, mm-hmm. uh, or a but horror it's real. series. But yeah, it's real, and yeah. what it's portraying is terrifying. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, and also just, I mean, and it might have been more drum, more dramatic for TV, but like, just the sort of level of how bad things could have gotten is really interesting, and it's kind of fascinating. By the time the show is done, you have a very clear understanding of exactly what happened. It does such a good job of educating you as a viewer to the danger that everyone experienced. Hmm. Um, the interesting thing about it is that, like, what the Emily Watson character. Yeah. um, She is a concoction of several different people kind of shoved into one character. So, like, there's a lot of people that they just sort of, like, took their parts of how they played into the actual Chernobyl disaster, mm-hmm. and they put them all in one character. So she is, like, some of the stuff she comes up with, I think, is a little fast, but it makes for really good TV. Yeah. And it, it they did a good job of sort of boiling down exactly what needed to be done into a very digestible you know, television experience. It's it's so good. It won a bunch of Emmys. I know. I need to see it. You know what, though?
0: Send me a letter. There's so many. There's just so many.
1: <laughs> Send me a letter? I feel like you're working up a new catchphrase. Like, I said, Send me a letter. Send me a letter. Get your rubber stamp. Send me a letter. <laughs> exactly. It's a new hashtag campaign. <laughs> Send me a letter. <laughs> If you're willing to write it down and put a stamp on it, I will take the time to watch it. Send me a letter. <laughs> Amazing. So what have you been playing uh, in like, the month?
0: Well, I've been playing something with you. Well, yeah, we did. A little bit. We had a moment. And then I started playing a lot more. Did you? Oh, yeah. I but just bit myself and now I'm bleeding. Don't do that. Yeah, It's dry season. Like, I get the dry hangnail shit. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Um, So, yes, Borderlands
1: 3. Oh, yeah, because I got that for you for your birthday. Yes, thank you.
0: I need to play more of it.
1: It's fun. I'm actually, like, level 27 right now. Um, I think I'm at level 4. Yeah, like, I I played a little bit more with Nick recently. Oh,
0: Nick.
1: And then, um, although he's really big into Mortal Kombat 11 right now, so he was like, I'm going to go because I want to play Mortal Kombat. I was like, cool, I'm going to keep, like, just leveling up and playing forward. So, like, I've been you know, doing a little bit of grinding and playing forward in the game, but it is more fun with people, especially when you get to a boss, like the game is usually pretty manageable. And then as soon as you get to a boss, you kind of recognize that it's that idea of like what got you here won't take you further, you know, it's like, yeah, you can get to the boss, but often you'll die like eight, nine times fighting a boss. I've lost almost all of my money during one boss battle because every time you die, it costs you to regenerate. Yeah. And by the time I was done, I had well, like, no money. Well,
0: even with three
1: of us, like, killing
0: one regular character sometimes took, like, all Quite the ammo bit. in the entire fucking... Yeah, and your
1: all your reserves. Although, I've been upping, like, there's a thing in the game later, so you can up your amount of ammo you can carry. You have to. And it's so expensive to do, but it's totally worth it. Like, right now, yeah. for me to add, like, another 140 rounds of, like, assault rifle ammo to my character is gonna cost me, like, $271,000. Um, I would do it in a heartbeat if I had it because well, you run out of ammo so fast in that game. Well, now the average gun I pick up to sell, I'm getting like five, $600 for. So like I, like the money's starting to kind of come in faster because every weapon I pick up is super valuable mm-hmm. and worth selling. Um, So I've started just picking up everything and I keep um upping how big my backpack is. So I just carry more and more shit to sell. How many um
0: bosses in
1: are you? Um, I'm on chap. I don't know how many bosses specifically. I'm on chapter. I played one boss with you, the first yeah. one, the disco ball. Which I want to say, there's kind of like one per chapter. I mean, and I think I'm on, I'm in chapter twelve oh, wow. of like twenty-seven. I think the game is like twenty-seven chapters.
0: So you're you're in it. I mean, yeah, in the
1: thick of it. I'm, along, I'm more than halfway up in my level, my leveling, because I think the max level is fifty. Okay. Wow. Because um, I got an achievement at level twenty-five. Nice. Or a trophy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Borderlands Three is. I mean. it's the humor is not landing for me, like at all, but I'm enjoying the game, hmm. and I'm playing as Flack, the Beastmaster, and you are playing as the Siren, Siren, whose name I don't know,
0: Mackenzie, just Kane. I think it starts with the M.
1: I want to say, I want to say her name is like Mackie or something like that, or yeah. like it's something like something. That. It's a two syllable with an M. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, so I like her. I can't wait to change her outfit. Oh man! I start
1: unlocking new heads and stuff for my character. That's what fun.
0: I'm really looking forward to. Come what, on, Alan. I also bought like
1: a really Tron-esque outfit. It's like mostly black, but it has like these light up strips on it. Ooh, it's kinda yeah! Good. Some some neon piping, right? Um. So what else have you been playing? Anything else? Uh,
0: well, PUBG because I had to. Y'all. Um, not good at it, but whatever. <laughs> and Overwatch. Still doing Overwatch. I kept. I keep trying to get back into The Witcher because I want to do the the hardest mode which is i forget what it's called you crazy i want to though i just love that game so much (laughs) um yeah but i think overwatch i've been playing i just really want to be good at it yeah i don't know what that obsession is in me like I don't know. Maybe because... Oh, well, because I went... I even went... Did I talk about going to the arena? I think I did. Yeah, I think
1: you he went... You'd gone last
0: time. Yeah. So, well, since then, um, San Francisco Shock won Yeah. the finals. Which
1: bums me out so much that, like, one of my favorite players played for Shock last season, and he does not play this season for them. Oh, right. It was... Um, Dak. Dak. That's right. The grandpa of the Overwatch League at 26 years old.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, well, some, um Sinatra was right. He said, "Oh, and we're f- four and 0. He said that the day I was there at the arena. He said we're going to be Titans four and o. Show sure enough. That's crazy. He did not lie. This is a clean sweep on their part. Good for them. Um, on to the next season, I
1: say. Yeah. <laughs> so you playing anything else, or uh, that's it? What are you playing? Well, it's similar to like, you know, two podcasts ago when I watched all of the movies, mm-hmm. I played all of the games. You did that last
0: episode, though.
1: Yeah, last episode, I had quite a few that I'd finished. Um, and now we are... Yeah, because last time, I... last episode, I finished game number 20 with Catherine Full Body. And uh, in the month that we have been living our lives, doing our stuff, mm-hmm. I finished... <coughs> excuse me. Several more games. Yes. Um... Game number 21 for the year was Rage 2, which I played through. Oh, wow. Which was fine. It was fun. As soon as I was done, I was like, because I was doing a lot of side quests and stuff. But as soon as I finished the game, I was like, there's a bunch of side quests I could do, but I don't care. And I just immediately deleted the game. And I was like, it was fun while I played it. Yeah. And I don't know if I will ever think about it again. Yeah. It's... Like, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It, it just didn't leave a big impression. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, I had a good time. Yeah. And then uh, while we were on vacation, um, they brought SNES games to the Switch. And so um, I played I did like my, you know, almost yearly playthrough. So game number 22 of Super Mario World, still one of the greatest platformers mm-hmm. ever made. That game is just perfect um and then game number 23 was Yoshi's Island Super Mario World 2 which I had actually never played before oh wow um even I played that it was so late in the Super Nintendo life cycle I think they'd already kind of moved on and I'd moved on to another platform probably and its gameplay mechanic is so different because you play as Yoshi yeah you know for baby Mario and I honestly hated playing as Yoshi in Mario World for a long time why because you always drop him and fall and yeah, die. I feel like I feel Mario <laughs> controls better. And so
0: It's an extra hit though.
1: It is. And I think actually Yoshi's Island made me appreciate Yoshi in Mario World more. Mm. So that was fun. And then um game number twenty four that I played through was Sayonara Wild Hearts. Have you heard of this game? It's on the Switch. It's on the Switch, it's on the PS4, it's I on iOS. It's just Nintendo? No, it's it's on the PS4 as well. That's what I played it on. Okay. Um, it's almost like a, uh, what's the term? Somebody called it a, uh, it's like a bisexual pop album. It's really oh. cool. Like it's very musically driven. It's very flashy, very fast. It's published by Anna Um It's narrated by Queen Latifah. Nice. Um, and it is, I think I played through the entire game in probably 40, 45 minutes. It's it's not especially long. Um, although there's so many levels I got like bronze level on and like gold is so far out of reach. I have no idea how I'd ever get it. Like it's fun it's hard at times but it's was really good time really what kind of like what are the
0: mechanics um
1: the mechanics are pretty much it's almost like an endless runner um in that you're always kind of propelling forward at either you're running or on a bicycle or on a, a deer uh or not a bicycle or like a motorcycle or falling or you're floating on something and it's all about kind of moving to collect these um uh, tokens like i think they're stars okay well you're collecting yeah because the tokens that are flying at you and that's what you get your points from and you need to avoid things that would stop you so like if you're on a motorcycle um there's like buses that might be driving towards you if you hit a bus dead on it instantly stops and resets back to your last checkpoint and, and it's one playing. of those things that where you just drive you have no control over the speed speed it, you is you just not just to you. yes you are just Ooh. moving gotcha. so it's more about avoidance and collection um, but it's really it's, there's a Sonic it's cool. game like that that I've played okay. where he just runs, and yeah, run
0: and hit and jump and avoid.
1: I can see yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it almost feels like an endless runner, but it's not an endless runner. But like the music in it is so good, it makes such a great first impression. Like the way its first level starts is exhilarating. Nice. Like it was really fun. Um, just I think I saw like three people, three friends of mine, all post about it on Twitter and um in their Instagram stories. Yeah. And I immediately bought it and just played through it that night.
0: I, I just read something about it tonight or at least I skimmed something. So that's actually how I knew what it was. <laughs> it's,
1: it's very cool. Um, and it's even available on like your Apple TV through the Apple Arcade. Like it's on a bunch of platforms. Sweet. Um, and I've been playing Gears 5 occasionally. Ooh, I want to play
0: that. I've been playing it occasionally I can't with, though. With John. I'm um, not
1: worthy. Just, you need to get an Xbox. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've done Act 1 of it, and it was good so far. I'm liking it a lot more than Gears 4. Um, and I'm excited I mean, it I got a lot of accolades. Well, and it has like more players, I think, than ever before because of Game Pass, which is great for yeah. it. Um, and then um, uh, I started playing Untitled Goose Game on the oh, Switch. Oh my
0: god, I was going to bring that up in
1: news. Oh my god. Like, is it fun? Uh, it's so cute. It's so charming. It's unlike anything else. I think I want to buy that one. It's pretty great. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm, I'm trying to make it last. Like, it's very, very soothing. It's a, a nice sort of, like, stress reliever. Um, You're just
0: stressing everybody else out.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. But being an asshole goose. Um, I also played the medieval demo, the thing called the medieval short-lived demo. Um, I think today, uh, the day we're recording this, is the last day it's available. Um, it's basically just the graveyard level in the intro of the game. Um, but I loved Medieval for the PlayStation 1, so getting my hands on the remake to sort of see how they executed the remake yeah, was something I was really excited about. Um, it unfortunately doesn't really take the original into a bold new direction. It just feels like a modern reskin of it, complete with the same sort of, like, not great controls. But um, it'll be fun to relive that experience because it was so, so well-written and it had such great character design that I'm excited about Medieval. Nice. Um, that comes out on uh, the 25th of October, which is a big day. It's what the new Modern Warfare and The Outer Worlds all come out that day as well. Yeah, nice. Um. And then um, what else? I started playing uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the remake Ooh, on the Switch.
0: A lot of people are playing that it's right now.
1: beautiful. I started playing it and then Todd, when he was house sitting, wanted to play yeah, that's it. It's cute. So he took it with him. Um, but I know a bunch of people who've like finished it already. Like it's it's really it's very charming. I went through the entire first dungeon. It plays great. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about that one. Is it child very childish or is it It's Legend of Zelda, so I think it, it's a RPG. It looks child friendly, but it's deceptively a little bit more difficult than that. Okay. You know, I mean cool. it looks very kid friendly, but it's it's certainly not. Yeah. I don't think it's a slouch. Um and then um my last little bit of things here mm-hmm. on uh, PS Plus for the month of October, MLB Show uh, MLB the Show 2019 and The Last of Us Remastered. so if you're like the one of the eight people in the world who has not played the last of us yet either on ps3 or ps4 it's free with playstation plus and you should play it because it's good yeah
0: yeah i really liked it it's you know it's one of those games that terrified me not because the clickers are terrifying i didn't find it scary i found it too real almost Mm. yeah I can't wait for the second one, though. It looks even... Oh, my God. I'm I'm not going to be able to sleep after playing Last of Us 2, but I can't wait for it. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, and they announced that they're... Well, at first, apparently, they announced they're not doing a multiplayer for Part 2, mm-hmm. but they retracted. And well, they now, said it's coming down the line. They just don't know when, right? I think they got a lot of feedback, like, hey... Naughty Dog does the best multiplayer games, I mean, with their regular story games. I mean,
1: Last of Us has such a different multiplayer style than Uncharted. I not play it. It's very different. Is it's... it good? Um, I only hear good
0: things about it. Well, like,
1: we had to shoot some footage of it for um, back when I was doing video content for the DICE Awards. Mm. Uh, it was nominated for Best Multiplayer Experience. So we had to shoot some good multiplayer footage for that editorial packet and um, I was actually not the one to capture the multiplayer. Uh, our friend Alfredo was. Mm. And he actually said by the time he was done getting the footage, he was like, oh, the multiplayer experience is really good. It's just different than most games. Yeah. He was like, but it's it's good. It's just not what you think of when you think of multiplayer necessarily. Like, not the first thing you'd think of. Um, and so I can imagine there's probably a lot of people who are disappointed to hear that it wasn't coming. Mm-hmm um but yeah i read things saying like yeah we, we know we want it we just, it may not be ready when the game comes out but yeah i imagine if they got a bunch of flack maybe they'll try to find a way to get it in there in time yeah
0: <coughs> i would be i mean i'd be bummed but i didn't play the first one but like if they said they're coming out with an uncharted 5 and they didn't have the fucking multiplayer i think i'd shit myself because <laughs> i love their multiplayers yeah
1: well, Is uh, time for us to awesome. learn?
0: Well you can if you want. I like I'll learning. I'll just sit on the side while you go learn something.
1: Well, but you the one you you teach. Oh
0: okay, I'll teach. So
1: <laughs> As a uh, chalkboard drops behind her. Yeah. So uh, the word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to make someone hot for a teacher? You're being very erotic about this.
0: Oh right, I have it written right here. <laughs> what am I doing?
1: Is veridity. Veridity. Yes. Okay. I just spit when I said that veridity. Um, let's say I'm. I'm assuming it means the uh, level of which something is able to be confirmed.
0: Yeah, you could. It sounds say like that. validity, like
1: almost the, the ability to sort of check to make sure something think is of, real.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, are we more? Are we more? If festive you think to about the, the
1: root of the word veridity. Just tell me what's that? What does it mean? I
0: don't know it has anything to do with the root word. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's a noun, and it means youth, innocence, and inexperience.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right then. Like, almost like another word for like naivete in a sense, like, but not quite. Isn't naive. it like a the v- v- uh, v- virility? Yeah, I mean, like often virility can come with youth, but I feel vir- virility is more about like stamina and, uh, and, and prowess yeah. that often comes with youth yeah but doesn't necessarily come with inexperience right very true yeah um but yeah well so i guess it's time for time some sort of frontier
0: for the final no frontier Ooh
1: um well <laughs> I'll be here all night <laughs> some stuff has arrived uh my soundtrack to bloodborne arrived which i'm super Ooh, excited super about fucking creepy. even though it's not the special color variant it's still neat um my copy of red dead 2 arrived um and oh, my soundtrack that to must a, be fun that one yeah it's a good soundtrack yeah and then my soundtrack to a plague tale innocence arrived Ooh, signed I by play the composer that. Ooh. Which was neat. Um, and this is non game cool. related, but it's just one of my favorites. Um, I got the soundtrack to Tales from the Crypt. Oh. One of my favorite theme songs ever. That Danny Elfman theme. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we've talked about how much I love the Crypt Keeper and what? how charming I find him.
0: Why is there a soundtrack, though?
1: Uh, well, like. Um, just a score? Yeah, it's, it's, a basically, it's a collection of original score from the TV show. Mm. Um, so it's across probably many, many episodes. Um, but they do include the theme, um, which I didn't, never really had on vinyl. Um, although, actually, I might have on a Mondo single. Mm-hmm. But um, still, it was just kind of worth getting just because I, I love The Crypt Keeper. And it's worth throwing any money, anything that's like
0: Tales Every from the Crypt license.
1: Yeah, it's very festive for the season. Yes. And um, it's from... Uh, Oh my god, I can't remember what the record label is, but like I get emails from them. Island? No, it's it's a it was a really it's a small one. Um the same people that did um the Wet Hot American Summer single. Oh um yeah. not shipped ashore, but like they do they do like small pressings of stuff. They did like a Ninja Turtles one, like they do a lot of like pop culture shit. Gotcha. They did a Nickelodeon one, like an old Nick Tunes. Hmm. So um, you nice. know, sometimes you gotta, you know, get in there and get that stuff. Yeah. Um and then to Wild Hearts. I am 8 bit just announced a special edition vinyl that, which I need to order because the soundtrack to it is real good. Nice. They're also doing, like, limited edition physical pressings of the game, uh, both a Switch game card and a, uh, a PlayStation 4 disc. Oh, cool. So if you want a physical copy of the game instead of a digital one, you can get them through them. They're limited to, like, 5,000 copies each. But and then, the, and then there's the record. Very cool. So, yeah, and that's, nice. that's the vinyl frontier.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you stopped right there because you just got yourself stuck in kind of like a slow roll of a jam. (laughs) Yeah, what's happening? Um, so uh, I've been reading just now graphic novels. I promise to get back into it. What have you been reading? But um, right now I'm reading. Okay, so I finished my book that I think I talked about a couple last time. It was called um the secret history of witches yes that was really good and apparently there's two sequels coming out so i'm excited about that um but Stephen, for my birthday got me i did, might have mentioned this um cersei uh no not cersei. yeah cersei yes you did mention yeah. this. so that'll be my next book i actually haven't gotten to start it yet i keep meaning to but that's my next book i'm very excited but i did compose a small list of my favorite graphic novels for the season Ooh! and a lot of them i've already talked about in past episodes but if you're a new listener and you haven't had a chance to listen to our past episodes this is a smart way to do that i like it thank you i think so too <laughs> and it's the lazy way for me <laughs> so hit me what, what, what do you um, like for the season so witches. okay um uh, which is about this child who basically gets abducted by a witch and and um bad things happen
1: um yeah um
0: the walking dead okay. i mean come on
1: now which now it's over too you actually read the entire you thing see, yeah all
0: five billion pages of yep. it
1: the witcher which
0: you got of me course. the compendium <laughs> and i'm obsessed with it all the stories in it are
1: A+. plus. They're all good. And are they all original, or are they... They're all original. Okay, so they're not represented in the, the books at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. I figured they at least would have taken some of the stories from the books and, like, brought them to they graphic did take novel life. They themes from the book,
0: but the stories are all completely new. Oh, that's a lie. Uh, no, that's not a lie. Yeah. Alright then. All what original. Next? And, um, Batman, The Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's basically is it a scarecrow one. No, it's kind. Of, it's basically how um, Harvey Dent became Two Face. Oh, okay. More or less, it's kind of like a storyline along that that those lines. Um, and it is acclaimed to be one of the best one offs ever for Batman. So it won tons of awards, and it's it's one of the best batman graphic novels
1: sorry sorry to interrupt on this like uh but like another one of those things like um i recently grabbed all the original four batman movies on 4k blu-ray yeah because they just did like new 4k scans of all of them and it's so funny i always think of those four batman movies like batman through batman and robin Mm -hmm. as being like oh yeah those are the four batman movies Before we got the the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. It's so funny. It's really more of like, oh, yeah, there's two Burton movies. Two and And there's two Schumacher movies. The fact that I lump those four together makes no sense because they are so different. Like... Even the colors are completely different. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like... Burton's is almost like permanent Madman kind of thing. It's like very gray, very business suit. Blue, yeah, and black like, and white are the colors I totally. think about. Well, and like yeah, in like the first one was all blue and gray, and the second one is only white because it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then um, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever replace any atmosphere with colored lighting. Yeah, and they are not so nineties. It's so much like goofy it's like colored a state hair. hair. Yeah, well, and also, this the fact that, like, the action and, um... Cheese. It's so cheesy. And, like, the fact that even, like, the, the first scene in Batman Forever, he's in a safe that gets pulled out of a building on a helicopter, and he gets it to go right back in through the same hole in the wall to where it was. I realized as soon as we saw that, oh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are campy interpretations of the TV show. Uh, all you need to add is the whammo and biffs and you kind of actually have you know what an interpretation of the tv show it makes so much more sense why all the villains are so scenery chewing over the top and like it really does kind of even like all their sets all their big set pieces look like sets yeah it feels very much like oh we're in a warehouse that's been decorated to look like it's frozen right now yeah. You know? It looks like ice capades. Totally. And there's, like, lights going through the freaking... Everything. Like, yeah. And so, like, it's funny. If you look at... If you watch the next two with the sort of idea that, like, this is a, a campy interpretation of the TV show, it helps, but you really have to remember, like, oh, the, the Burton ones, there's two of them. They're not That's related. It. Yeah. Then that series is done. Yeah. And then Schumacher has his own interpretation of the series for a minute. But it was so funny, like, Todd and I were looking through just to sort of, like, Spot check through the transfers to see how like nice they looked in 4K because it's been so long since I've seen many of them. Mm -hmm. And like the first one, I didn't realize that Harvey Dent is in it, played by Billy D. Williams. Oh yeah, I had no like I had zero recollection of. Well, also though, because it's not, but he's
0: not two faced. Yeah, because it's
1: not Harvey Dent's story. Yeah, I think. Well, also because yeah, I was five when Batman came out, and I didn't know any of these characters. Yeah, and so like that, I think it was my introduction to Batman and the Joker. And so like I wouldn't have known that Harvey Dent has any prominence. At any point in Batman's story. It's like the same as like seeing Batman and Robin. I didn't realize that Barbara Batgirl becomes Oracle. Oracle. Like I never would have known that except that was from the Arkham Asylum series. Anyway, sorry. Enough on the mild Batman tangent. I thought it was super neat to sort of like give me better context for like how much those other two movies don't really fit. Yeah, I, I will.
0: The only one I really watch over and over is Returns. Returns is by far my favorite. And
1: it's cheesy. They have those one line zingers. But it's except they're good. And it doesn't have but it, it's like even when it's when it attempts a laugh, it's not being it's not giving up on its other feelings for the sake of a laugh. Like yeah. I feel like Schumacher was like, We're going for a laugh or a groan and that's it. Yeah. And like I at least I feel like the the Burton series have this overwhelming gloom. Where like the laugh, it's the only one you're gonna get. Enjoy it while you can. It's just bad from here. Like it's all doom and gloom. Um, yeah, I love Batman Returns, and like, and it was funny actually watching like this new 4K version. Um, like, this is apparent in the DVD because I did compare it, but like we didn't realize how much. Um, like, of course the 4K thing makes me start looking at background details to see how clear they are. And yeah. Blah. Um, like I didn't realize that Selena Kyle's apartment is like industrial. Like. When she drinks the milk at the beginning, in the background, there's a giant steel girder going across the 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 roof or the ceiling of her apartment. Uh-huh. She lives in probably a converted project. Oh because, yeah, because like and yeah, her metals are like or her metals. Her walls are like bumpy, shitty metal that's painted pink. Like she lives in a bad neighborhood, and I don't think I ever put that together. That like, she lives in, in not squalor, yeah. but she lives in not a great place. Yeah. And this extra detail. juxtaposition of, like, the rich versus uh, the very poor. Totally. I didn't realize how much of a, a sort of statement it is about her versus Shrek mm-hmm. in that. And, um, like, just the level of power. I
0: bet her suit looks so good in 4K, though, because
1: it's, uh, it's so good on VHS, too. The movie is beautiful. Like, yeah. it's really, but it's, it's funny you realize how much he loves a matte painting in the background. Like, in especially Batman 1.
0: Like, there's mm-hmm. so many
1: matte paintings in that movie. Yeah. And especially seeing it in, like, 4K, there's no escape. Yeah. Like, it's it's really cool. I don't know. It was super fun. Anyways, so keep going. So, Batman oh, yes. The Long Halloween. Uh, yes.
0: I'm surprised you even remember the title. Hey, I'm yes. with you here. I did, I did not mean to hijack that. I really didn't. No, I love it, actually. Um, Paper Girls has okay. to do with. Children and Aliens, basically. And um, Uzumaki, which I did the review. Spiral, Spiral yes. yes. Um, so um, that's my short but sweet list. And if you want a good scare, definitely read those.
1: Nice. Uh, this Halloween season. Um,
0: oh, news time. It's time for
1: some news. Yeah. Um. Well, I have just a few things, like little quick little things. How about you? Uh, well, I think we should start with the
0: uh, LACC's coming up. Yes, I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about that. But yeah, you hit it. Go for it. Well, LA Comic Con is this coming weekend, which is the 12th and the 13th yes. of October. Oh, I think it's also Friday. Friday, I think. Maybe. But Don't quote me. Let's just say it doesn't matter. It goes through the weekend. All that matters is yeah. Sunday the 13th, because at 2 p.m., Rob and yours truly... We'll be on um, the panel "Queering Sci-Fi: Finding LGBTQ+ Representation in Straight Media," and we're going to be with um, Jesse Gender, Rafi uh, Ermac, Ermac, and Clark is Taken. I don't know how to say their screen name. Those are all screen names. Um, for their Instagrams. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be at LACC again this year talking about shit we don't understand. No, it'll be we love fun. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll
1: be so much fun. Like, we had such a blast last year at Comic-Con yeah. that, um yeah, well, I'm, I'm so glad that uh, Rafi asked us back.
0: I know. Very
1: sweet. Very sweet. And, you know, we're looking and forward um, to
0: hopefully it. this year we're going to get a recorded copy, so we'll actually get to put it as part of the podcast. Yes. Um, so he... Um, said that it'll yeah. be a thing well, so hopefully yeah
1: yeah um and i will trim my beard and hair by then because i look like a homeless person Um, oh, but we love that oh
0: you yeah. i think we should go as like mortician gomez <laughs>
1: dress up for it yeah hmm.
0: cute right
1: i don't want to i want to i don't think i want to do that to my mustache Hugsley and wednesday Yeah. <laughs> no? no, let's just dress cute okay. that's what we do
0: Okay, we could do that too.
1: Um, well, yeah, that's the biggest news. That's the most important news. So uh, Sunday the thirteenth, Sunday the thirteenth,
0: two p.m. LACC. It's at the L.A. Convention Center. I think tickets are like thirty bucks, maybe. Seriously, the passes for it are very
1: affordable, and they are still available.
0: And they're still available. I don't think they actually sell out. Not like Com-
1: Not like San Diego. Yeah.
0: yeah, and plus all of the great vendors will be on the floor with all the great artwork. Yeah, we had a
1: good time last year. Like, LA Comic Con's kind of a little secret weapon, I think. it's There was a lot of stuff to see, and it wasn't yeah, too crazy. It
0: still hasn't gotten to that point where it's obnoxious. Yeah, it's not critical mass. Yeah, but it still tends to see, yeah. so it's that, definitely worth it.
1: I like that it's in October also, kind of getting away from some of the other Comic Con season. That's oh, good stuff.
0: Well, um, New York was this weekend. Oh, was it? The fifth and sixth.
1: Oh, okay. I thought New York was in September for some reason. Oh, that no. might be Toy Fair. Ah, uh, yeah. Or something. No, Toy Fair is in February or January. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anywho, well, um, so do you watch Big Mouth, right? Or have you watched Big Mouth?
0: Yes. I've seen the first few seasons. I uh, know, first few episodes.
1: Well, Big Mouth season three just came out recently. Um, but uh, the fun and exciting news um, about that is, or, you know, on the Big Mouth front is they've asked for a spinoff series called Human Resources about the sort of, I think, uh, inner workings of how the hormone monsters work and all that.
0: Oh, So it's yeah. called DNA and genetics.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so Human Resources is a new spinoff series uh, from the makers of Big Mouth.
0: Um, On to piggyback off that, there is a new, oh, I closed the, what, the page, but a new game on Tinder called Swipe Night. And it's basically a choose your own adventure where you swipe swipe left or right depending on the situation. And apparently, it's really fun from what I've heard so far. It's like five minutes long, and it helps to create a discussion, like for people who played it. The D- easy way to connect with people in the dating front. Yeah. And um, anyhow, so the I think the director and one of the writers is one of the big mouth writers. Oh. So it's quirky. It's fun. Um, the music is by i wish i didn't close the window but it's by somebody huge also so they they got a lot of people involved in this little like fun app game that you can play on tinder it's called swipe night yeah so looks like it's fun which is funny because there's so many um, like brands doing their own little mini games like kfc now has a dating game called i forget it's like but you dream daddies but instead of like daddies you try to date colonel sanders well
1: and like and wendy's just released like a dnd thing where yeah. you fight the villain of frozen meat which is basically a huge dig at mcdonald's a huge dick dig oh <laughs> <At> <laughs> i was McDonald's. like really no <laughs> <That's> no <amazing."> <laughs> no
0: <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> like it's a hot dog i promise mm-hmm. um so yes uh yeah thank you for that
1: yeah um well and then let's see here i sorry i was trying to find out who did the music in swipe night but now i'm just seeing a big article with a lot of information that i don't know it looks like it's from the makers the people that did the music video for uh god's plan for drake so, oh, so maybe so it, it be, was it's that the makers of that maybe i just heard the name drake and i was like oh must be well, people drake's executive producer on uh, euphoria
0: oh that music is good yeah. hey
1: so um uh a little bit of fun uh mcu news spider-man is back in the mcu oh. after that slight concern that he might not be
0: wow we're so far behind i know this came out like a week ago i know <laughs>
1: but i'm excited he's back yay um yeah just a couple little bits of news like it's all my shit's like just really like single sentence things um stranger things season four is official it's happening we I think we all saw that coming just because Stranger Things is like the biggest show on Netflix right now. Um,
0: speaking of Stranger Things. Yes. Uh, why is every show and every movie right now have a carnival in it? Don't know. Every single one. Right. Shazam. Stranger Things. It. It. Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. Uh, us. That doesn't really count, but sort of, you know. Yeah, still. Uh, there's like four more I could probably think of if I thought yeah. hard enough, but it's like, it's like, the pleaser right now is a good hometown carnival. Well,
1: I've been finding that there's been a lot of odd coincidences happening and like a lot of them are in my head like where just I've thought about something and then like a little bit later it's kind of sprung up as like a thing Yeah. Um, but like I don't know it's, I feel like that's almost like the carnival thing it's just like well you know I've seen it in one thing and now I'm seeing it everywhere everywhere because um, like the one like this is a sad one but like a recent coincidence that was just too weird so yesterday I went to Target to get chocolate milk Yes, we know. And while I was there... <laughs> we were there. Because I'm Mr. Impulse Purchase, I end up with, you know, sh- Shining 4K. Yes, we know. Also, they had the complete 10-disc set of the complete original series of DuckTales and the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp, available for $20. Oh my god, Treasure of the Lost Lamp is on... Oh yeah, on DVD. Can finally. you buy it separate? Uh, I want to say, I think it might be available separately. For a long time, it was only through like a Disney DVD club, but like 20 bucks, and you can get the movie and... Three seasons of the TV show, twenty bucks. Like the movie's worth twenty. The movie, the movie's worth more than twenty. It's I fucking so good. love that movie. And so yeah, like getting three delicious, seasons... oh, even Dijon. more delicious. Uh, more delicious when you're rich. Um, like. I love that movie, and um, but then today found out Rip Taylor died, and Rip Taylor was the voice of the genie in Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Like I don't know oh, what the odds were. I hadn't thought about no. Ducktales in years, and I literally bought this shit yesterday. I didn't know Rip Taylor died. He died. This, uh, that it was announced today.
0: Oh, that's a bummer. So that's
1: sad, but it's, it's one of those weird coincidences, like where it's yeah. just kind of like. The, the stars are aligning in odd ways that i'm not seeing coming like one of them has to do with work that i can't talk about yet because the thing isn't out yet but like it was another one of those weird coincidences where it's like oh man if i told somebody i was thinking about that it would be even more remarkable to yeah. these people but unfortunately it's just in my head where it's like what speaking
0: of sad deaths though oh, um, i forgot to mention oh i'm so sad so every year in santa cruz I mean, at least two or three years in a row, we saw Eddie Money perform.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And he passed away not too long ago. And I saw he wasn't on um, the, the Playbill or whatever this year. He wasn't on the list of yeah. bands performing. And I was like, well, that's weird because he's there the every lineup. year. The lineup. Thank you. The Playbill. Yeah. The play play bill. Bill. <laughs> Wow. Are you laughing
1: at me? I'm sorry, that was like Help. the best. Just like, oh yes, I didn't get the program when we saw the outdoor concert. How dare <coughs> you? Uh, yeah. The Playbill.
0: Yeah, but he wasn't on it, and
1: he was, I guess, sick. Yeah.
0: So he passed away. Very sad. I got to see him perform a few times, and he has some really great songs. If you're not familiar, um, <laughs> of course, like Two Tickets to Paradise. To t- take, yeah. Take Me Home Tonight. Take me home so
1: go look at his stuff because yeah. he has some
0: really great '80s songs and '90s. Well, stuff. Say, when
1: I saw that he passed, actually, I immediately thought of you because um, of the Saturday the Santa Cruz stuff.
0: It was I found out when I was in traffic on um, Wilshire, and it was on one of the like the theaters had mm-hmm. it on their their little um, display, and I was like, "What is it called?" The marquee, marquee. Thank you. Wow, it's getting late for me. It's past my bedtime. It's nine thirty. <laughs> so, um, do you have any other news? Or I do have one more thing. Yep. So apparently, uh Writers Guild of America has dropped video game writing from its 2020
1: awards. Yeah. Unfortunately, which Neil Druckmann had a pretty directed uh, tweet. Uh, right for them about that. Do you have what he said? Uh, I think he said it was like a disservice and kind of a little bit of a slam to video game writers everywhere, especially or like since a demotivating it's kind of. Literally, thing. the big thing right now is video games, and like he's actually won it for writing. Like, I mean, like right. the, the the winners of game writing in the past have been remarkable games that deserved it. I think was Florence one of the winners of that. Well, I know um, when I was at the awards, uh, Uncharted one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, it's it's such an interesting different type of writing where it's almost like rewarding another set of skills. Yeah. But like, it's using a different medium. So you actually really have to think shit through. Yeah. You know, like, there's a different type of skill set. And I I, it's weird for them to sort of just.
0: Yeah. Disregard it. Yeah, it's
1: disrespectful.
0: Yeah, it's kind of honestly, their statement is, and I quote from from the WGA, there won't be a video game writing award in 2020. However, the category will be reinstated when there is a critical mass of video games covered by the WGA in order to provide a meaningful award selection process. So it sounds like a bunch
1: of bullshit. Yeah. Maybe they felt this year was enough of a letdown. They didn't have a valid uh, excuse, me. a valid group of candidates.
0: Or any, they didn't have a good excuse. Here. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's like so the popular media you know, thing for the Oscars. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out later, I guess. Maybe. We'll. So stupid. Yeah. Well, um, for uh, Jurassic World 3, they announced that Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum are all coming back. Fuck yes. They know nostalgia sells. Well, and I hope, hopefully it's a good one that's worth them all coming back for. <sighs> I hope it brings it back to its roots. Well, Sam Neill came back for Jurassic Park 3, and that one was terrible. Uh, With the platypusosaurus yeah like the i forgot what that one was even spinosaurus was introduced spinosaurus. for that one yeah um so yeah there's that, that. the old phone gag uh, <laughs> I was like oh here it comes <laughs> well we've got um and we, we finally got some news on last of us 2 we talked about it earlier yes. it has a release date adding to a very busy uh february yeah um but yeah last of us 2 comes out on 2 2020 so february 21st big day
0: didn't it also um, Cyberpunk get a release date? April, April,
1: yeah. Well, and also in February is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, mm. first week of March is Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. like there's quite a bit coming out in like the late winter, early spring this year. It's gonna be or this coming year, it's gonna be a big one. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of like video game writing winning awards, uh, Bandersnatch, the interactive episode of Black Mirror, won an Emmy. Really? Yeah. I didn't which, know that. There was an article, uh, I think, in like Kotaku saying, like, mediocre video game Bandersnatch wins Emmy Award. Because, like, it really is kind of a lackluster video game, but, you know, it's an interactive piece of video, and so it's kind of, it's a cool idea. I didn't love it, but a lot of people did. But did it win an Emmy for what, though? I believe it won for writing. Real, uh, I mean, yeah. Because it's, like, an interactive special. It's kind of odd. So. I
0: would say, like, it could win an emmy for like um
1: like like technical achievement or something yeah yeah which i mean but technically all of its you know technical prowess of splitting narrative is all built into the writing because otherwise you're just rewarding something yeah. otherwise you're other rewarding than... like the back end process of how they figured out how to get two video streams running simultaneously for hitch free playback or something yeah which that's not really an emmy kind of thing right but anyway so that's a thing um the next game from the makers ooh i just got a candle sale ooh congratulations <laughs> thank you um the next game from the makers of oxenfree has a release date mm-hmm. after party comes out on october 29th just in time for our halloween we fucking love oxenfree right and i freaked out when i got to meet the writer of after party and mm, and i gushed like a right. oh, weirdo so um they'll they'll never forget you nope cuz i was terrifying <laughs> um one of my other favorite shows, uh, even though the last season let me down, um, Dear White People got announced. It's coming back for a fourth and final season. Oh. So I'm hoping it'll end strong, because season three was not my favorite. Yes, I remember this. And uh, my last little bit of news... Um, the TV series, the animated series, The Boondocks, is coming back in 2020 for 24 new episodes on HBO Max. It was based on that comic series. Yeah, I remember it. I loved the first two seasons of The Boondocks. Unfortunately, um, the subsequent seasons were not very good. Um, but I don't think they had Aaron McGruder, the creator, um, running it anymore at that point. And it looks mm-hmm. like he is back as showrunner and main creative force for the new season and it's about robert freeman and his two boys uh moving to a suburb in like maryland and the entire place has sort of become uh been overtaken by like a fascist uh front led by uncle ruckus so it seems like it's a modern uh commentary on yeah on current political you know issues. What? i would have want them to remake baby's kids baby's kids <laughs> oh my god i haven't thought about that for like weeks okay <laughs> 'Cause it's so good. It's like someone literally brought up babies kids like maybe a couple months ago I love and I was Baby's like, kids. what? <laughs> they don't die, they multiply. Okay.
0: Um, did you mention Call of Duty Modern Warfare is coming out also? On
1: the 25th, the 25th. of October, yes. You did. Okay. Same day as that, Outer Worlds and uh that other thing. The reason why we mentioned that date in the first place. It, and then also on the
0: 31st is Luigi's Mansion
1: 3. So excited about that. I think that's. It. I think you covered everything else. The thirtieth, though, is is our thirty first. I'm so excited about Luigi's Mansion. I just love that series. Yeah. Very exciting news. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, do you have any other news? No.
0: Well, the only other thing that my news is, is is I watched the Batwoman trailer and
1: I wasn't very excited about it. I'm excited that Rachel Maddow is in that show.
0: Yeah. I love it looks- her
1: cheese ball yeah I I feel like it's just not for me and that's okay
0: but I love the graphic novel
1: mo- or the comics oh I haven't read those is I that the one know. that stars Ruby Rose mm-hmm.
0: I I mean it's that' kind of CW writing so
1: it's yeah. just not my style a, a lot of the superhero made for TV shows are not really my thing yeah like between arrow and Supergirl and uh, I'm assuming Batgirl and um, The Flash. All of them. Yeah, like a lot the of the, like even Gotham, like a lot of the TV show yeah. superhero stuff, I'm not, it's not for me.
0: Yeah. I think I need to give it more of a chance, but yeah. There's the just trailer so much didn't, to watch. The trailer didn't sell me, but whatever. That's okay
1: because DC has the Joker.
0: And I want to see that. The movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joker. Yeah.
1: Um, Which it opened like 93 million this weekend. That's great. Yeah. I hope it I've, I mean, heard, I've heard good things. Unfortunately, Todd Phillips seemed to have found a way to like, try to kill any momentum that movie had via his interviews recently. But um, I've still heard... like I've heard very mixed things, but I'm very curious, and um, I do want to see it. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'm going to see it. The end. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, is it time for That's the crush? It. it is time for the crush, crush
1: oh. of the week. Crush, oh. crush, crush, crush. crush crush high energy crush song this time <laughs> with like body movement
0: yeah because i got a good crush mm. and i hope i haven't used him as a crush before mine is not very good this week no nope well mine's a blast from our past um from a little game called until dawn Ooh. yes christopher hartley
1: who played the nerdy you <laughs> see the blonde one with the glasses yes oh uh... I like
0: him. He was sweet. He's a sweetheart. And I did check. He is of age. He's 19. Even though he looks like he's like 26 in it.
1: Yeah, so it's still better than when I said Little Mac. Yeah. But you know what? (coughs) They do it. It's their their fault. His game (laughs) is of legal age at this point, even. I mean, come on. Yes, yes, yes. It's like 40. Yeah, like (laughs) his game is old
0: enough to drink. Okay. it's, it's, It's cool. Yeah. So, I um, yeah, he's definitely that nerdy kind of crush that you have. Kind of like the, the um, guy from Tomb Raider, the remake. Yes. Oh, they the a, oh him. I know, who broke oh. our hearts. Uh, so definitely that same sort of like, oh, he's a hero, but he's not going to get very far. Mm-hmm. But we love him. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. So Christopher
1: Hartley, who's yours? Uh, mine is Zane from Borderlands Three. I don't know much about the character except I know I like looking at him. He's the sort of like rugged daddy type. Uh, he's
0: one of the heroes, right?
1: He's one of the heroes of Borderlands Three, and it's funny. It took all of me to not choose him because I'm just not excited about his playstyle. So I played his Flack instead. But like I, normally, I pick the character I want to look at the, the longest. Okay. And um,
0: it took but it's all first person.
1: I know. But, like, often when you go into, like, your (laughs) menus, they go into third person. See? uh That's funny. Although, I need to find friends that play as Zane. That's really interesting. Because you choose who you want to look at, but I choose who I want to be. Well, and so often, like, sometimes I do who I want to be, but usually it's who I'm going to look at. Because even, like, with um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'd heard that Cassandra was the better performance. Yeah. But, like, I want to stare at Alexios longer. So yeah, I just I mean, chose him. I hot. Well, and also the nice thing was that Cassandra, like whoever you don't pick, you know, becomes your villain. Yeah. And Cassandra was fucking terrifying as a villain. So that was actually great. because I can't imagine him being scary because he's always so goofy. So he's, like, he's pretty gross, you know, but like she <laughs> was so effective. So like, yeah. I'm kind of glad with the choice I made. But yeah, usually I pick the person I want to stare at. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah.
0: Everybody has their own motives. I'll just
1: objectify whomever I'm playing as for the entire game. I mean, that's why we have Crush of the Week. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So, uh, well. Where can they find you? Aside from at Los Angeles Comic-Con on October 13th, this coming Sunday at 2 p.m. for Queering Sci-Fi. Yeah. LGBTQ representation in street media. Be there not, and be square. Not
0: street media, straight media. Straight media. Get it together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so where can they find you aside from at that event, which they should be um, at? Well, you can find me at City in the Dream on Instagram,
1: Twitter, and Facebook. Or at
0: Satine on Twitch.
1: And you can find me at Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out, on Instagram and Twitch. Or at FastDanger on Twitter.
0: You can follow the podcast at BitDiff Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And Twitch, other sources yeah, the
1: everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. Um, or you can write us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com.
0: We come out with new episodes on Wednesdays,
1: and would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes, Google Play, or your you know uh, podcast outlet of choice?
0: Yeah. Um, and if for some reason we don't have another podcast this month before the end of the month, because that Shit's we're crazy. Been crazy. <laughs> Um, I just want to say happy Halloween to everyone and be safe and be fabulous and, um... And be spoopy. And be spoopy.
1: Right? If you're going to do it, just do it all. Yeah. What are you going to be for Halloween? Uh... I don't know if I want to announce it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. There'll be pictures. It'll be embarrassing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I haven't decided. I can't do Wonder Woman again. I just can't. Well,
1: I'll tell you off the record. Will you? I will. I've always wanted to be Morticia.
0: This could be her year. I think you could do it.
1: That'd actually be fun. Your hair is so long right now, too. Well, I'd probably do a wig wig for that one. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to do Yennefer also.
1: There's so many things, but... How many parties you got planned? Not enough. Because seriously, like, Todd and I have two parties already, so we're like, well, but I think I'm gonna do one costume twice. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Uh right. Well, uh have a spoopy Halloween and chowsies. Bye bye.